Hey, it's episode 27 of the Agency Podcast and today we're talking all about a sales strategy that I absolutely love taking my clients through and I'm taking you through it today in detail. It's called Cognitive Dissonance. Now, this is the process of asking questions in a structured way in a sales conversation to build rapport, to create desire for your services and to ultimately convert more of your sales calls. So if you are a digital marketing agency owner that isn't quite converting at a level that you want to be, this is the episode for you. You might want to get a notepad and pen and take some notes with this one because I go into detail about how to execute on this elite strategy. You're a legend. Let's get stuck in. Keith, take it away. This is the Agency Podcast. Agency Podcast. The podcast for digital marketing agency owners around the world. World. Exploring how to get more clients, strategies for charging more, and systems for scaling to seven figures and beyond. With your host, Joshua Giuliani. Thank you very much, Keith. Yes, we're back for another episode of the Agency Podcast. You know who I am. My name is Joshua Giuliani. Well, maybe you don't know who I am. If this is the first episode for you, it's going to be a good one. So you've come to the right place if you want to learn how to master your sales technique as a digital marketing agency owner. Welcome. Okay. I I have set the intention with this podcast to legitimately change people's businesses, change people's lives with the content in these episodes. So I'm really looking forward to teaching you a skill that I absolutely have fallen in love with and use in every single one of my sales conversations and something that I absolutely love teaching my clients when I'm working with digital marketers all over the world. And I'm working with some of the biggest digital marketers on the planet, some of the number one SEO agencies in UK. I'm working with big companies in Melbourne, here in Melbourne. And it's all the same right? These sales techniques, it doesn't matter if you're just getting started or if you are a million dollar agency, you use these sales techniques that go on and get you results. You know, that's what's great about sales. That's what's great about skills like these. It doesn't matter where you are in your business. It doesn't matter how much money you're making. It doesn't matter what country you're in. It doesn't matter what language you speak. It just doesn't matter. The fundamentals are the same. Okay, and I'm going to take you through a really exciting part of the sales process that I love talking to my clients about, and it's called cognitive dissonance. So, if you are here for the first time, that's what I was talking about. I forgot what I was talking about for a second. If you're here for the first time, welcome to the cast. If you are a return listener, welcome back, and I appreciate you. I hope you're getting a lot of value out of these episodes. And I really want to hear from people that are taking action. So if you are listening to this stuff and you're taking action and implementing in your business, please get in touch with me. Add me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Joshua Giuliani Coaching. Go find me on LinkedIn, Instagram. Join my Facebook group, sevenfigurenation.com, all words, sevenfigurenation.com. Join that Facebook group and please hit me up and tell me about your experience. If you have questions about different topics that I've talked about, if you have different topics that you want me to cover, if you just want to say hey and just want to connect, 
let's do it. You know, I want these episodes to be as valuable as possible. So if you have further questions or if you do want to me to talk about different things, let me know. You know, it works for me. You know, if you want to know about it, I want to talk about it. So that's my promise to you. And like I said, today we're talking all about sales and not not all sales. I'm going to keep the entire... So what I'm going to do is I'm going to teach you kind of the three different parts of the sales conversation that I teach my clients, right? There's three phases in the conversation. The first phase is cognitive dissonance. The second phase is demonstrate value. And the third phase is obviously the close, okay? Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you through that first phase, the cognitive dissonance phase. Oh, boy. I love this. It is amazing. It's it's actually going to blow your mind. Once you wrap your head around what I'm about to talk to you about over the next 25 minutes, it's going to blow a mind, okay? Once you hear it and you're like, wow, okay, that's maybe you've been on a call with me. And then this happens a lot with my clients. I'll teach them this process and they'll be like, oh shit, I remember when you said that. I remember when you said that and I thought this thing. I remember when you said that and I thought this thing. You know, it's it's an incredible, incredible tool. Jordan Belfort uses cognitive dissonance. I'm told I didn't hear that from him. But the person who taught me cognitive dissonance, Caleb Lassar, he tells me that this is something that Jordan Belfort uses himself and we all know how good of a salesperson he is but the great thing about this is that it's not an unethical way of selling it's not it's actually the most ethical way of selling i believe Um, especially if your intentions are in the right place because all we're doing is asking questions imagine that selling your products and services are just by asking questions okay so if you're a digital marketer right now if you're an agency owner and you're listening to this and you want to grow your agency you want to convert more leads that come into your agency and turn them into clients and you want to do that in a way that isn't salesy that isn't pushy that isn't needy that isn't arrogant that isn't cocky if you want to do it in a way that is effortless and graceful and in a way where you can create raving fans even before you work with them, then you might like this strategy and you might want to implement this strategy in your next sales call, okay? It's an amazing process. So like I said, cognitive dissonance, it's all about asking questions. That's why this is such a fantastic system because what salesperson is selling without understanding a little bit about the person that they're selling to. Hopefully, even the people that are being very pushy are still having that part of the conversation where they're asking questions, but there's no structure to it, right? And a lot of people do this. A lot of people understand the value in asking questions in a sales conversation, but there is no structure. So what I'm going to do with cognitive dissonance is give you some structure so that when you're asking the questions, there is a very specific purpose of doing so you're not just asking questions you're asking questions because it leads to the next question and then the next question and then the next question and when you get to the end of the journey and you are taking them on a journey that person wants to work with you more and not only that because we'll go into why they want to work with you more and it's actually on a deep psychological level that's why they want to work with you more it's not just that 
It's also because they're thinking, wow, this person is an authority and you should be building authority in market, pull marketing over push marketing. This person is an authority and they care so deeply about where I am right now. They're asking me so many detailed questions so that they can find out where I'm at in business. I respect that. I feel great. You know when... Uh, you know when you're at a hairdresser? I don't know if you've ever experienced this before and if you haven't, uh, please go and experience it because it's one of the best experiences ever. Go to a hairdresser and tell them that you want a new hairstyle. Now, you want to go to somewhere that's a decent hairdresser, all right? Like you can't go to just some shitty hairdresser. Like you have to go to a decent one. But you ask them, you're like, look, dude, uh, I'm looking for something different. I'm looking for a change. I want a, I want a different haircut. And then, and then the show begins, okay? The show begins. You sit down in the chair and they start playing with your hair. You know, like for me, I might be a girl. I, I, like, I like it when girls do my hair. Run their hand through your hair and they're lifting it up and they're kind of checking the length and they're sussing some things out. And they might say something here and there. I'm like, do you, do you want to go short here? How about we do? How about, you, how about we do this over here? They're kind of they're sussing out. There's a sussing out period, and then at that point, after they've asked a couple of questions, I've inputted as much as I can. I feel completely at ease, and then they start doing the work, and they start giving me their opinions on things. I'm just like I'm sitting back in the chair. I'm melting in the chair because I feel like I can completely let go. I don't know if you've ever experienced that before, but I, I highly recommend it because it's such an amazing feeling. It really is. Just that feeling of being able to let go and just sit in the chair and just know that this person has taken care of you. This is the same dynamic that we are creating when we use cognitive dissonance. We ask these questions in the first phase, a whole bunch of questions, and I'll teach you what questions to ask and how to ask them and all that sort of stuff in a sec. Then we move into the second phase, which is value. And if you've done cognitive dissonance right, when the value portion comes around, you want the person to be able to just go, <sighs> sit back in their chair, completely let go, because they know that you know so much about their business, you understand on a deep level what their problems are, so now when you're creating this value, when you're teaching them what they need to do moving forward, they know that you're not just giving them a cookie cutter approach to marketing and maybe you are but if you are very good at what you do then your cookie cutter approach is still a very professional way of getting results for that niche so when you're giving that value because you've asked all that questions at the start they're thinking he understands who i am she understands who i am the problems i'm facing where i want to go with my business now i can just let them do that thing now they can just tell me what I need to do in my business. And I know that I'm speaking to the authority so I can just let go and I can sit in my chair and I can make this sound. <sighs> right? You gotta do it. You gotta do it if you haven't done it. You gotta do it. So this is cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance has four quadrants. And the way I want you to imagine this is Maybe even if you have a piece of paper in front of you, I want you to draw a cross, a big cross. So a line down the middle of the page and a line going from left to right in the middle of the page. So you end up with four quadrants. 
Top left, top right, bottom right, bottom left. Four boxes, simple enough, right? Hopefully you can work that one out. What I want you to do is I want you to write at the very top of the page on the left-hand side the word now and on the right-hand side future. So for anyone who's not writing it down right now, and I know that that's probably 99% of people, the two boxes on the left-hand side of the page are now and the two boxes on the right are the future. Simple. Now, in the two boxes on the top, I want you to write the word logic and the two boxes on the bottom I want you to write the word emotion so now we have four quadrants the two columns on the left the columns on the on the the column on the left is the now the column in the on the right is the future the row at the top is logic the row at the bottom is emotion okay that's the setup for this that's the model for this now this is how you action it so basically what we're doing is we're taking people on a journey like I said before. Now, what's important to note is that people do not make decisions only logically. Even the hardest, most logistical, logical business person on the planet still has this emotional side that they need to check off before they make a decision. Okay, for some people that's more, for some people that's less, obviously, right? Some people they just need to just, all right, yeah, it feels pretty good, I'm in, I'm done, right? For some people it needs to be, oh, I don't feel 100% about this, I feel about 95%, so I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say yes yet. So like you kind of, you need to get people feeling a yes on the logical side and on the emotional side. So we don't disregard that and we do take care of those quadrants on this, on this journey, the emotional quadrants as well. But the way that I do it, and it really doesn't matter how you, in what order you cover these quadrants, um, because as long as you cover all quadrants, then psychologically uh, they have explored everything that they need to explore. I'm talking about the prospect. But your responsibility is to basically make sure that they explore each of those quadrants. Bottom line. Okay. The way that I do it, I do it in a way that's very, uh, what's the word? It just flows really well. It flows good. If you ask it in a specific order, it just really flows well. And so I'm going to teach you my way of doing it today. So the way that I do it is I start at the logic of now, right? And that's the most logical way to start it, right? So you say to them when you enter the conversation, and I like to enter the conversation hard with a lot of energy. Hey, man, what's going on? Dude, I'm excited for this call. There's lots that I want to go through. Is it cool if we get stuck in? Yep, cool. No worries. All right, man. Tell me about your business right now. So notice that I said, tell me about your business, makes it logical, right now, makes it about now. By saying right now, I'm not talking about what you want your business to do, I'm saying right fucking now, what's happening in your business. And from there, I like starting with that question because it's quite open and the person can kind of take that anywhere. They can talk about leads, they can talk about staff members, they can talk about money, they can talk about whatever, right? But essentially, you want to go through all of that. So if they start with leads, they're like, oh, yeah, um, look, marketer, um, you know, we're only getting 12 leads a month at the moment. It's just not good enough. And then you can be like, okay, cool. So you're getting 12 leads a month at the moment. All right, cool. So how many clients do you actually have right now? Oh, we have we have eight clients right now. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And, and so what do you charge? What's your service? You know, what's your retainer charge? Oh, we charge $1,000 a client. So now you're starting to get information about them all within the realms of 
logic and now. You understand? All within the realms of that quadrant. You don't ask any questions around any other quadrant. You explore that first quadrant in detail. How much money? How many clients? How many people on the team? Where they're located? All of these things. Find out as much as possible. And like I said, for them, they don't know that you're taking them through a process. They just think that you're asking about their business, which is going to build rapport. A lot of people talk about rapport and the importance of it, and I agree, but I don't think you do it with like, Tho, what how was the weekend? How's the family going? You don't do it that way. If you want to be taken seriously, if you want to be an authority in your space, you start the conversation with a lot of energy, with a lot of power, you set that authority frame, and then you start asking them about the business. And if you ask good questions, you're going to build rapport. So you're asking questions about the business and what's happening now. The logical next question is the next logic quadrant of the future so the way that i do this is i'm like okay cool man thank you so much for um giving me that information bro it's really cool and oh by the way i would write this all down because you want to you want to remember it because you want to like refer back to it later oh so you said this and you said that like you want it for other purposes especially the clothes you want to write this stuff down all right but that's just a note it is useful to do it if you're doing zoom calls or if you're doing um phone calls to have that piece of paper in front of you and actually write it down. Cool. Thank you so much for telling me that. Once you've explored the logic of now, tell me in 12 months time, in 12 months time, what would you like your business to look like? And they're going to get, they can take that anywhere. Leads, they can take it as money, they can take it as whatever they want. But your responsibility is to make sure you explore all of it. All of it. Leads, amount of clients, retainers per client. Do they want to increase their prices? Do they want to hire more people? Do they want a new office? And if at any point they ask you, why are you asking me so much about this random stuff? Then you say to them, look, I believe that I'm more than just a marketer. When I, when I team up with a client, I become their partner in business. And what I really want is for you to succeed ultimately, even outside of the marketing stuff that we're going to do together, assumptive sell. So is it cool if I kind of explore a few different elements of the business just so that I can get some more information about where you want to be in 12 months? Who's going to say no to that? Again, rapport goes up. Energy of the conversation goes up. And what you're doing with every question about the future, with, with every question that gets a little bit more clarity you're creating something called dissonance and dissonance is basically the gap between where they are right now and where they want to be in the future the difference between the answers they were given you in the logic now quadrant and the answers that they're giving you in the logic future quadrant the difference is called dissonance and the bigger this dissonance the bigger the gap on a psychological level the more that that person wants to close the gap because let's 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 think about this for a second if they were making 8k a month and they wanted to make 10k a month that's only a two thousand dollar difference so is that really enough for them to take action no but if that difference was 100k they were making 10k and they wanted to make 110k that's a big fucking gap. And if you can identify some big difference, differences like that, 
that will make that person want to work with you more. Well, not you specifically, but that's where demonstrating value comes in. That will make them want to close that gap more. If the gap's big, it will demonstrate to them. It'll, it'll make them feel like, I really need to close this gap. All right, so you're creating this dissonance already between where they want to be in the future versus where they are right now in their business on a logical level. Now, back to the emotion. Once you've explored the future logic in a deep enough way, you feel like, yep, good enough answers. Yep, when you're looking at your piece of paper, you know, okay, they want to do this. They want six more clients. They want six more uh, team members. They want this. They want that. Then you do this. You go, cool, man. Oh, this is awesome. Like, I'm really, I'm pumped for you. I'm pumped for what's going to happen in you for you in the next 12 months. I, I love these answers. Um, can, can you just tell me, I, I'm just interested because I like to get to know people a little bit better. You know, if you were able to do all this, what would that mean for you? Now, by saying for you and connecting it to the answers that they gave you in the future quadrant, you're taking it into an emotional place in the future. What would it mean for you? And they're going to say things like happy, excited, ecstatic, pumped up, motivated. It's going to be great for my family. I'm going to feel more love, feel more connection. Right? You're creating this emotional experience for them. And again, go deep. Ask them questions. Oh, okay, cool. So you just, you know, you, so you would feel good. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, like, I guess, you know, if it were me, if I got those kinds of numbers, I'd feel a lot of pride. Like, would you feel pride? Get them to feel different emotions. Oh, yeah, I would feel pride. That would be awesome. And a little caveat is some people might not go to the emotion. And this is why I say it's your responsibility to make sure they experience this. So if they don't want to go straight to the emotion, like some some people will literally do this to me. They go, I go to them, all right, so what would that mean for you? And they would go, oh, you know, it would mean, you know, more money in the bank. Um, you know, it would mean I could, you know, invest more in the business. I would mean this and that. And I'm thinking, oh, you haven't taken an emotional place. And then that's when I'll bust out something like, look, if it was me, man, I'd feel a lot of pride. You know, I'd feel friggin' proud about, um, you know, what I was able to achieve. I mean, would that be something that you'd feel? So I like, I put, I just put it in their mouth. Would you feel pride? And they say yes. And then I let them sit on that for a sec. I'm like, yeah, awesome. While I write it down, feel that pride. Feel that pride. Right? Then we want to create that dissonance with the emotional quadrants as well so then i'll ask them this question i'll go look let me ask you a question if nothing changes in 12 months let's say you make an 8k a month right now let's say that doesn't change you still make an 8k a month 12 months in the future what would that mean for you frustration anger <coughs> disappointment i'd feel like a failure Get them to feel these emotions. Not because, and, and this is where I come in again and, and I say that line that this isn't an unethical way of doing things and I'll tell you why. It's because all we're doing is we're highlighting what this person really wants and the gap between those two things. We're not making them feel negative emotions because we want them to feel negative emotions so then they want to buy. We're making them explore what they're actually thinking about their current results. 
Because remember, we asked them what their results are right now. And then in this emotional quadrant, all we're doing is saying, look, if nothing changes, what would that mean for you? If you're still making this money in 12 months, what would that mean for you? They're just telling us how they would feel. So by creating that dissonance, all you're doing is helping this person understand, holy fuck, there is a difference between where I am now and where I want to be. I should probably close that gap. And here you go. Here I am. I'm a marketer. I work with your niche. We should do this. And that's where you go into demonstrating value. And we'll talk about that in the next step. All right, but there's one more step. Before we move to step two, there's two questions I want you to ask. The first question is, and, and just this is kind of what caps off all those questions. So you've spent the whole, you know, first 10, 15 minutes of the conversation just asking these questions and exploring this and writing them down and, you know, connecting on that level. And then you ask this, you go, look, you understand that to go from where you are right now to where you want to be in the future, things need to change, yeah? All right? You understand that to go from where you are right now to where you want to be in the future, things need to change, yeah? That caps off that entire process because they're going to say yes. And on a psychological level, again, saying yes, bit of a micro-commitment. But all you're doing is helping them understand or getting them to admit that something needs to change in their business. They can't just keep doing the same thing. You understand that things need to change, yeah? And do it with that tonality. So you understand that to go from where you are to where you want to be, that things need to change, yeah? Yes, it's always yes. Even some people that kind of know that that's a sales question, even just through their teeth, they still say yes. They'll be like, yeah. Like they'll still say yeah. Everyone says yeah. Then you go, okay, cool. So what would you say is the number one thing holding you back? And then that's where they're going to tell you uh, the number one thing holding them back, which is whatever. And then that's when you move into the value. I'll talk more about that in the next episode. All right, but, but that's that's cognitive dissonance, right? And and like I said, the value in it is that you've only been on the call with them for 10, 15, 20 minutes tops at this point. And you've already made them want to work with a marketer because they know they need a marketer, by the way. Everyone in every industry knows they need a marketer. A marketer means more money. So without even getting to how your service works... You're already getting them thinking, oh man, I need it. I need to do something. I need to fucking do something. I genuinely want to grow my business. I can see that now because I was asked so many questions about the future and I get it. I want to grow this thing. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, uh, cool. Let's let's hear him out. And then you're hearing him out because we've already created that dissonance between where they are and where they want to be. Super powerful strategy, guys. And I, I really want you to give it a crack. Probably listen to this episode a couple of times. Write down the different lines. Get very clear on it. Practice it with a partner. Get someone else to listen to this podcast and then practice it with them. Get in touch with me. Just hit me up on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever. Go to joshuagiuliani.com. Suss it out. So uh, hit me up and say, Josh, you know, take me through a session. If you want a session, just hit me up. I'll do a 30-minute session with you and, and talk to you about this in more detail. But But this is what it's all about, guys it's about asking good questions we've created that authority and market people know that they want to work with us and then we jump on a call and we build incredible resonance we build so much rapport 
we get people wanting to change their situation simply by asking questions. Are you serious right now? I go a lot deeper into this process in the Agency Academy, which is my online program for digital marketers where I walk digital marketers through my entire seven-figure roadmap. It's the Agency Academy um, at joshuagiuliani.com slash academy. But in a nutshell, this is cognitive dissonance, right? This is all you need to do. So if, again, if you listen to this podcast a couple of times, write down how it all works, the lines, the questions, make that model, make that map. And then the next time you're on a sales call, please try it. Please give it a crack and get in touch with me and let me know how it all goes for you because this is going to change the game for you. It changed the game for me. I know how well this works for digital marketers. It can change the game for you as well. Okay. Sales is fun. Enjoy the process. I've really enjoyed taking you through this episode. In the next step, we'll actually talk about the demonstration of value. So um, if you're listening to this in the near future, you should be able to find episode 28 because I think this is 27, episode 28, and that will be all about demonstrating value. You're a freaking legend. Keith, tell them what to do next. Thanks, Josh. For more information about the Agency Academy, go to joshuagiuliani.com slash academy. The Agency Academy is the most comprehensive online program for digital marketers around the world. From everyone here at the Agency Podcast, Thanks for listening, and until next time, goodbye.